Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's Debo Samuel relieved that it was not a break in the shoulder. Bro, this is, right when I figured it out it wasn't the, the same thing as the Browns game, it was kind of a relief because I know it wasn't a fracture. It was just like a deep bruise or whatever, but... I'm talking about timeless hours in here, day in and day out, just to get where we at right now. Okay, so Debo's been putting in the work, and uh, and I'm no doubt, no doubt, like you can hear it in his voice. What has gone in to getting him to this point? No injury designation at all. He is in, but don't forget, six days ago, that's all it was. Now, six days ago, what's emblazoned in my mind was the look on his face, that camera that caught him going into the locker room. Because I do think the look on his face at that point was, man, it happened again. It happened again. And I think he thought in that moment that he was out for the rest of the playoffs. Right. If it's broken, if it's fractured, then you can't play through it. But if it's a deep bruise, oh, it's a deep bruise, as Ron Burgundy might say, you can work through that. Maybe not in the moment. And he was obviously in so much pain that he thought it was worse than it turned out to be. And so you don't play because you think... It can get worse, and then you realize it's not broken. It's a deep bruise. Now you set about getting the treatment, which I would imagine is a lot of uh, deep tissue massage and, and ice and trying to loosen that thing up and pain management as you go, and you get ready for Sunday, and hopefully you don't get any sort of re-injury, right. especially early in that game. Well, and we're talking about the emotions that he must have been feeling Saturday. He talked about that. At the time, it was hurting like really bad. I was kind of scared a little bit. Like I thought I had fractured it again, and I was just all over the place. Then in a big game like that, like I had uh, like millions of emotions on the sideline, trying to kind of hold them together for my team, and you know, um, just to see them get the dub and stuff. I mean, that was kind of relief as well, just to know I have an extra week just to figure out what was going on. And we went and got an MRI and everything showed up negative, and it was just a deep bruise, and it was kind of painful at the time. But as the week on, you know, like I just said, them doing a good job getting all the pain away, getting all my motion and strength back, and I, I feel like. They did outstanding job. Yep, to the point where he's not even on the injury report at all. I While he was sitting on the sideline, these were the thoughts he had as he watched Brock Purdy and the 49ers somehow navigate the fourth quarter. That was amazing with how the game was going. You know, every game has its ups and downs. And, you know, you got all the naysayers about Brock this, Brock that, this, that, and the third. But when Brock Best was needed, he went out there and capitalized on the long drive. You know, the receivers going out there and making plays, Kittle from Christian. And, you know, it all started with the O-line, and they just went out there and did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, he does bring up a point that, and we've said it a couple of times, 
throughout the week. I get it when it comes from teammates. Teammates are always going to be there for their guy. Uh, but but I do think that's something that, uh, that that Brock has probably not gotten enough credit for, which is usually we watch a player in the playoffs, and what matters is what they do in the end. We don't worry too much about the process. So in other words, take Brock's game and give it to any other quarterback in the playoffs, and they win. What do we say? What if Baker Mayfield had done that? Oh, what an incredible performance Ex- by Baker exactly. Mayfield. No matter what had happened to that point, we would have said incredible. But that's not that's that's not what Brock Purdy has afforded for whatever reason or set of reasons. Um, all right. Was asked if he learned anything specifically about Brock in that game. Not really, because, I, I mean, I've been around him for two years now, I feel like forever. But, I mean, he's never, like, uptight or, you know, the the moment is never too big for him. He's always poised, cool. Even though I wasn't in a huddle, like, I can see it. And I can see, like, how the guys are reacting to what the things that he's saying. But, you know, with Brock being the commander of the huddle, like, you have no choice but to listen and just follow his lead. And he went out there and did a great job. I, I do still get a kick out of listening to some of the teammates talk about his quote-unquote command of the group because if you watched this group walk into a room he's the last one that you would point at and go oh that's their leader right there, there there's their leader um but there's obviously something different about his personality when uh, when he's with the guys in the huddle yeah and it's calm and it's calm that belies his relative youth and inexperience and it's the quarterback's job to do that but we forget sometimes that he is in his second year he is only 23, and his whole route to become QB1 for a team that, again, is in the conference championship game, you can't take that for granted when it comes to the leadership that he continually shows. Um, we're moving toward the money quote from Debo. Okay. There's two more. Um, one, he's asked just about this game and putting his body on the line. Well, a game like this, you know, um, got to put everything on the line because we've been here for the last five years and three years we fell short and then one year we fell short of the Super Bowl. It's kind of like, what is it going to take? You know, and I feel like we got all the things that we need in, in this building from, from Jed, John, the Cal to all the players. So I feel like it's all hands on deck and we know what's at stake. Okay, so I, I think that captures what the fan base is thinking as well. And then here it is, when specifically being asked about the shoulder injury, Take a listen to the exchange as the question never even gets finished. How do you play as physically as you do, but still trying to protect yourself? I ain't protecting nothing. Man. So, Debo, are you planning on going out of bounds at all if you happen to get the football? One, one more time. How do you play as physically as you do, but still trying to protect yourself? I ain't protecting nothing. How do you play as physically as you do, but still try to protect yourself? And he cuts the reporter off. I ain't protecting nothing. Yeah, and he said it in the answer before. They've been there for the last five years. So Debo has been there for the last five years. And a number of these guys, Nick Bosa and all the rest of them who've been this close before, you realize that while it doesn't come around every year, it comes around every year. (laughs) And even though it comes around every year, you got to get to that spot where you get to the next game and then you actually win that next game. So... I'm not surprised to hear him say that. No. It does make me, every time he gets the football on Sunday, we're all going to hold our collective it, breath it, knowing that he's, he ain't protecting nothing. It, it, it always scares me when Debo Samuel plays football. I'll be straight honest with you. I've felt this way for four years. I don't know 
that the way Debo plays is sustainable. And most years, it has proven to not be. And so all you can hope for in those situations is that the injuries are coming, but they come at the quote-unquote right time. And in a way, maybe they have. You know, he was able to be there in the beginning. He was able to be there then kind of two-thirds of the way through the season when the Niners made their run. And while he wasn't able to be there for the majority of the game Saturday, the Niners still won. And so if he can just get through two more games and he gets a bye week in between them, if he can just do that, then uh, then I guess it's all good. But that's one thing that's always been on my mind when they gave him the contract they gave him. It's like I get his importance to the play calling, but are you handing over a bucket full of money to somebody who's really not capable of a 17-game season? Right, but this year he played 15, and he could have played 16 had he not uh, you know, set out the one game. Last I, year he I, played in 13. I could argue he also played one less than that because one of the games he was a complete decoy. He's a decoy, yeah. but he was out there, so you give him credit for being out yeah. there. And being a decoy when you're Debo Samuel is very valuable. It's as valuable as... You know, some receivers who are out there and the impact that they may or may not make in a game. He also had two games that he quote-unquote played in, but he left immediately in the first quarter. Right. Last last year he played in 13 of the 17. So, to your point, there are games he misses. It's interesting about Brock Purdy and what you said about how we would perceive his game. He, before that last drive, was 17 of 32 for 205 Mm -hmm. before he led them on that final drive where he went 6-7 of seven and won the football game. So if that drive never happens and he winds up 17-32 for 205, we think about Brock Purdy's performance completely different. If they would have lost that game, maybe he fumbles the snap or somebody fumbles the first play yeah, who knows? and they don't drive down and score and that's his final line, then we feel differently about his game. So... All these narratives and all these things can change in the blink of an eye. Obviously, whether there's a W or an L at right. the end of the uh, of the line is what is what totally shades the way we think. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.